Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tube Show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. And what do I know? Well, in late 2018, I was diagnosed with oropharyngeal cancer, and I went on to have a third of my tongue removed, both tonsils, the tumour, 30 lymph nodes and 30 chemo radiotherapy sessions. I also had a peg tube feed for 15 months and ate nothing orally in that time. So thanks for listening. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 42, series 3 of the No Feeding Tube Show. I'm your host Yvonne McLaren and I'm so pleased that you could join me today. This particular episode is a little bit different. I've, well, originally I thought I'm going to collate this information for dietitians and speech language pathologists, but it is applicable to pretty much anyone who's been through the head and neck cancer treatment journey and is looking for their best food life, eating-wise. So I really want to talk about discovering the three simple ways that you can add value to your head and neck cancer patients for their eating life and journey. And it's applicable to, as I say, SLPs and dietitians who have head and neck cancer treatment patients as their main clientele, if you like. Um, it's a bit of a specialised area and I'm only providing this information based on a learned or lived experience, if you like, and I know that what I talk about here has been helpful for other head and neck cancer patients, so I figured it's probably an appropriate time to take this to the wider audience at this stage. Now, I'm four years out from treatment um, I had uh, radiotherapy, chemotherapy, a third of my tongue removed, a neck dissection, both tonsils, and a large tumour on my left tonsil. I also had a peg tube for 15 months, and I had to teach myself how to eat again. So I want to talk about um, helping you discover three simple ways to deliver more benefit to your head and neck cancer patient's food life and in doing that I think the three simplest ways I'm just going to walk through them now Um, the first is understanding that there are broader food issues with your patients that you may or may not be aware of and their run-on effect if you like now something that we joke about uh, amongst ourselves um, is Uh, the fact that we can't eat, breathe and talk at the same time. They're mutually exclusive. Well, they're not mutually exclusive, but we just know as a collective group of people that's one of those things that never gets talked about. And yet amongst us in social media groups and in other groups, we talk about this um, interesting scenario where you can't eat, breathe and hold a a focused conversation at the same time. Now, that's a runoff effect of radiation, more than likely, or in my case, radiation and a fair bit of my tongue being removed, Uh, soft palates being damaged, so um, having to be super vigilant about what's in my mouth and what I'm doing and mindful eating. So 
That's one area that I think um, perhaps our medical practitioners need to be aware of in that uh, it's not just a matter of not eating, it's also a matter of not being able to eat socially. So there's a whole raft of things that run on as a result of some of the treatment that we undertake. If we're not socially eating, the, the first, I just talked about this in episode 41 is um, of the No Feeding Tube show, but is the loss of food confidence and the loss of confidence generally um, having had this treatment. Now, I've just embarked on a 300-kilometre journey from Portugal to Spain, and I did that over uh, just under two weeks, and then I spent an additional three weeks in Europe eating food uh, that I had uh, no knowledge of. I was away from my own kitchen, um, but it taught me some great food confidence techniques. So I think um, being mindful that head and neck cancer treatment patients do have this slow road of confidence around eating food and particularly eating socially. That's one thing. I think understanding that is very important. Um, the second thing is by providing them hope and motivation to uh, experiment and lead and live their best food life. I think that's very important too. Um, and work towards using auxiliary treatment and other methods to ensure that everything culminates in that best food life for them. And I think, and certainly in my experience, uh, I didn't have a lot of um, intervention by SLPs or a dietitian, uh, and I'm in Australia. I know that that differs worldwide. It's different in the UK, it's different in the States, it's different in Canada, it's different in Brazil, it's different in, Jap in Japan. Um, but for me and my experience here, and I, I suspect quite a few other Australians, um, uh, you know, it, it, there could have been more given. And I think what I'm trying to talk to you about here is making sure that we have that support and that programming available for other head and neck cancer treatment patients. This program, and this is the third thing that I want to talk about, the program that I developed, the Mind Food Body Program, is all those things that I learned over the two, three, four years that I transitioned off my peg tube back to oral eating, how I did it, what I did to go about making sure that I was, you know, meeting my milestones and notching up the the progress. Uh, I think if you're aware that there is a program available for head and neck cancer treatment patients to access online, um, it's there now. I've done it. I've written it. I talk to it. I teach it. I coach people one on one if need be, or they can just do a simple social eating uh, workshop that I put together, which is more of the basic program that I've created. The social eating method. Um, that I developed was around, it was not loosely, it was based on the 20 lessons and the five modules that's in the full uh, premium program, if you like. And I cover things like your, your pathway, where are you on your pathway, uh, your mind, how is your mind, where is that, and are you making sure that you're doing things to keep your mind um, occupied and Checking in with your mental, you know, health as well as everything. This cancer 
and I, I'm going to speak for myself here, this head and neck cancer treatment, the battle for me is not was not only physical um, and with pain management and getting that all under control, it was also very much a mental journey. And not once, not once in my entire treatment was that ever mentioned to me about my mental health and my mental dexterity and my mental agility through this entire program. So I do talk about the mind, being mindful, setting yourself up for success, finding a purpose and auxiliary treatment. The third area that I talk about is your food and I talk about simple things that we all take for granted, setting your kitchen up so that you are successfully eating, understanding what your pantry or fridge and your freezer can do and how that can be set up to make sure that you are eating at your optimum based on the information that you as a dietitian or a speech-language pathologist is telling your patient. Um, you know, the, the most advice I ever got was uh, make sure you drink eight bottles of that Nutrisip or whatever it was called. Don't lose weight and eat lots of protein. Now, great advice, but when you get home or you go to your local supermarket, or in my case, I didn't go near food for 15 months, uh, it's really hard to translate that back into your own kitchen and your own cooking skills capabilities. So I talk about food, I talk about the four S's to transition, stocks, soups, sauces and smoothies. I also talk about meal plans, methodologies and shopping lists. What do you go and buy when you're uh, only able to eat soup or you've only got really soft, mushy food that you can manage or you can't chew or you can't swallow or both? So that's the food module. I then go on to talk about your body. And in that body area, I talk about trismus, I talk about mouth care, I talk about exercise and I talk about self-care. And the last module that I talk about is your future. And it's about failing, believing, uh, celebrating milestones. And then at the end of all that reframing with all those modules that I've looked at and talked about and work out where you are on the plan and keep readjusting to ensure that you are getting the most out of the program and getting the most out of your life. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And uh, I think if you recognise that head and neck cancer patients really do go through a confidence issue, there's a lot of mental um, health issues in there potentially. It is a brutal treatment. And, uh, you know, I'm four years out, as I mentioned, almost to the day. And, uh, you know, I only just recognised the other day that some of the things, that the toxicities, as my oncologist called it, uh, are going to be with me for life. And you've got to get your head around that too. So all those things play into you being able to live your best food life. Um as always, I have a podcast called The No Feeding Tips to Show, um, and I also have a YouTube channel where I upload all these lessons that I've learnt, and I talk about generally three things and what I did to make those three things the best that they could be in my life, and they're all there for people to look at, free resources, um, there's social eating checklists that I've uh, developed and put up. There's all sorts of things out there that I've been building over the last couple of years to help other head and neck cancer treatment patients live their best food life. 
So by all means, please get in touch with me. Um, subscribe to my newsletter. I'm just about to launch the new newsletter called Five Notch Fridays. Funnily enough, it's going to come out on Fridays and I'm going to talk about five things that I'm doing at the moment or I've done in the past, what I'm eating, what I'm thinking, what I'm reading, what I'm drinking, uh, challenges and what I'm up to, um, to try and help other people motivate them and give them hope. And I, it's my hope that you might reach out to me and also use what I've developed here to help your patients as well. And for the head and neck cancer patients that are listening and my loyal tribe of listeners, um, it's great to have you here. It's called the Mind Food Body Program. It's available on my website. And if you want to talk some more to me about it, feel free to reach out to me as some of you do when you email me or you follow me on social media. Um, I'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. So until next time, I'll sign off from episode, what are we, 42 of series three. And um, as always, uh, take care of yourself and at the same time, take care of somebody else and continue to eat well. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next episode. Bye.